Thank you for tuning in to Game Investing Radio. Hopper, your host here, feeling a bit under the weather, but you know what they say, no pain, no gain. The gain part of the game is to get this hopefully quick one out on the CGC announcement before the exciting one that I'm looking forward to do on Heritage opening up signature. But before I get to that, let's cover the CGC video game news that dropped a couple days ago. Um, Matt McClellan, the head grader at CGC, is on Facebook now and he released the new logo CGC video games loading. Really cool 8 bit artwork showing what looks like an NES console with a screen that says loading. And the bar is about, I don't know, 70% of the way across. I don't know if that means anything, but I'm just going to speculate today and share my opinion on what I think CGC can bring to the game. I definitely put them as a top-tier grading company. If you're new to the hobby, we currently have about seven active grading companies. We've had as many as eight or ten in the past. VGA has been the longtime leader in terms of data and population. But WADA came into the game around uh, the end of 2019 with a big Mario splash. And they've been dominating the market ever since. Today's October 7th, 2021. And this press release is dated the 5th. So Basically, Matt McClellan, the senior video game grading finalizer, finalizer I, I just I just think we're calling him head grader, basically. Um, I have messaged him a few times on Facebook. He's on Facebook if you want to contact him directly. Um, you can just go there and get his email address because he's looking to share with the hobby and, uh, you know, take in any comments suggestions in fact data if you want to share data but from what i understand he told me that uh, cgc is basically going to release a pop report six months after they start grading now he told me personally that he started at cgc last week so i guess he's only been there five days then they dropped this announcement so it seems to me they're serious i take them seriously um, like I said, if you're new to the hobby, they're top tier. That would be VGA, WADA, and CGC. And then we've got a lot of mid to lower tier graders that um, maybe I'll make a podcast on someday, but not today. So let's see what the news says and if it confirms um, some of these rumors that we've been seeing on social media and I've been talking about for a little while. So first up, if you're listening to this today, tomorrow, Thursday, Friday, before the weekend of October 8th, 10th, the first announcement is that they will be at too many games. So you can meet Matt, you can go to the CGC booth, um, ask about CGC video games, and they might even be hiring. Um, I know Valerie's going to the show from Heritage. I'm pretty sure I heard that Dennis is going to the show. I know Nelson is going to the show. He owns some retro game shops, recently bought a sealed Zelda on Heritage. 
um, and he did consign the sealed sealed uh, Zelda along with the Marvel game and quite a few pieces at the last golden auctions. He's going to be there. Um, it sounds like a lot of people in the hobby are going to be at too many games at the Greater Philadelphia Expo Center in Oaks, Pennsylvania, October 8th through 10th. If you're new to the hobby, this would be a great way to meet people, get involved, and and just, you know, take the elevator right to the top right away. Um, and as a little bonus, Matt says, uh, I'll be handing out flyers and stickers. <laughs> no t-shirts, it sounds like. On Facebook, everyone was asking for t-shirts and, you know, swag but uh it looks like it's only going to be flyers and stickers at this weekend's show so really the big takeaway from the news announcement was the superior video game holder quote unquote so it says here that back at cgc headquarters in florida so i assume matt moved to florida florida by the way is a no income tax state that's also where the dentist operates his small little quote unquote it's not a hedge fund, but it's a club. It's probably an LLC. But, um, you know, Florida is where Disney World is. Um, it's got a massive toy collectible and sports collectible following. I think uh, back in the day before Fleer released a Jordan rookie, I do believe Star Company, which was the only company that had the NBA license to sports cards in the mid 80s, was located in Florida, if I do believe. Florida has had a lot of things going on because not only CGC doing comics, they also do coins. I have bought and sold quite a few silver dollars in NGC cases, so I can talk a little bit about what I think they're doing with the case. But they are number one in comics. I would say they're number two in coins. Um, they're number one in rock posters, which is something very brand new, which leads me to believe maybe they'll do manual only in the future. I know they do Nintendo Power, so you could consider them number one in Nintendo Power magazines, number one in magazines. Um, they're a very strong company. Blackstone or BlackRock dropped uh, quite a bit of money, if not a billion dollars into them, along with the investment group with Jay-Z. So they are backed by unlimited capital, unlimited resources to battle the PSA group on the West Coast, and they're located on the East Coast. So I would say their competitive advantage is that they're more lower key, so they're not a big target like PSA, but they take the brunt of the comic book backlog hate. So that was one of the uh, reactions I saw when they announced it to their community was that most of the followers on Facebook when they announced CGC video games, you know, aren't really in the video game space. And their reaction was, well, why are you starting a new division when I don't get my books back and all that? So, you know, it's not just a CGC thing. If you're new to collectibles and grading, by the way, collectibles are backed up millions of pieces when you're talking about sports cards, Pokemon cards, trading cards, uh, books, which are generally comic books. Then you've got video games. Um, I don't know about coins if they're backlogged as hard, but um, PSA, I think, is the leader in all the grading companies, which you can count probably on your hands and toes. I mean... There might even be more than 20 grading companies today in 2021. But I would say a PSA is a good gauge of the industry, and they're doing 35,000 slabs per day right now. And I would say that's far beyond any other company. 
So that just gives you an idea of how big grading is across the board. Video games is very tiny in grading overall. Um, I would be surprised if WADA cranks out a thousand slabs per day. Um, you know, last year, <clears throat> excuse me, it might have been a couple hundred. Who knows? You can kind of do the math. Um, you know, you can you can kind of do napkin math and figure out how much money comes into the grading companies, but um, they are adding value. As far as I'm concerned, grading things generally increases its market value. Um, I know some people argue that it doesn't change the value of the item itself, but I would disagree because when you combine grading with auction houses and exposure globally, um, it just brings more eyeballs because the buyer can feel safe and they can purchase that from anywhere around the world in any currency. If it's a raw item, whether it's a sports cards, a magazine, a comic, a video game, it's very hard for the buyer to feel confident with just 2D pictures. So what is this holder about? Let's speculate. Quote unquote, super sleek, crystal clear, more protective than any other option on the market. So CGC is taking the holder seriously. And I think that's a good thing because competition is going to be good for you. It's going to be good for the hobby. It's going to be good for everybody. Um, the more competition, hopefully the quality of the holders comes up as the price to submit comes down. And as the volume comes up, hopefully stuff like return shipping costs, insurance costs from when they receive your item to when you receive it back since they are liable that whole time. Hopefully that cost can come down. Hopefully they can increase the volume and make holders that are maybe more simple and uh, easier to pump out. Because when you think about PSA doing 35,000 slabs a day, we're talking about a very simple 2D, thin cardboard slab generally, 20-point cardboard generally for trading cards and sports cards. So we're not going to get anywhere near that in video games, especially if you're talking CIB or cart only where they need to be tested. But, you know, if we're talking thousands versus hundreds, maybe the cost can come down. Right now you're looking at, you know, somewhere around 200 to get a CIB done. And by the way, there are no other grading companies that I know of besides VGG, video game graders who recently announced a CIB on uh, Instagram, which shocked me because I don't know of any other graders that can do that. But it looks like Matt McClellan, the head grader at CGC, does have the background and network to be able to do complete inbox or let's say manual only and cart only which also comes with the same territory so before we get into what they're saying about variants i just want to finish up on what could the holder be well sleek to me that means well super sleek that to me means unlike the wada case which is the only case that can't be tampered with and put back together on the switcheroo because of those end caps um i'm thinking that that's probably what they're looking at when they say sleek i would consider vga a sleek holder because it's basically the width of the game plus the acrylic so i'm thinking super sleek means more of the vga style of acrylic which begs the question 
are CGC cases going to be custom just like VGA? Or are they going to do groups and roll out, you know, the more popular consoles such as a DVD size or maybe, you know, NES? Um, if it's super sleek and high production, I doubt if they're going to immediately roll out stuff like Sega Game Gear or, uh, you know, oddball size type games. Crystal Clear, that suggests acrylic as well. Um, but this one is a little interesting, more protective than any other option on the market. Now that tells me that they are looking to beat WADA and VGA. So I guess they're trying to develop some sort of new type of sleek acrylic case that can be produced in a high production setting. And that would make sense if they're going to roll out modern such as Xbox One, PS5, PS4, PS3, Switch that type of stuff and you got to do high volume because that's really looking into the future into one of the biggest problems that i think grading companies are going to be facing someday because games are so short on the economic supply side and that is what happens when we run out of cardboard to grade if you look at uh, pokemon and sports cards you'll see that they went from modern to ultra modern or super modern and that kept the grading company's volume up. They actually have different tiers, different prices for um, different generations of products. We haven't yet seen that in video games, but that could be down the road to where you get, you know, a discounted, super modern, ultra modern price cut for sending in, let's say, 10 or more Switch games or 10 or more Xbox games at, at the same time. Beckett offers that. PSA offers that. Um, that's offered that's been offered for years and years and years in sports cards. And um, PSA will even run specials, stuff like, you know, vintage, vintage special, $10, $20 a pop for these specific cards or this group of cards from the 60s. Um, they can do that because they're high volume. But, you know, talking about video games, I'm thinking Switch. I'm thinking Switch is something you could have a very small case, super sleek, crystal clear, protective yet high volume and low cost to where you could roll out some sort of special and say well you know send us 10 switch games or more and we'll drop the price down to x amount you know hopefully below 50 in cards it got all the way down to eight dollars back in the day very recently even before the pandemic you could submit cards um 10 to 20 dollars so i would say the bottom bottom dollar on a on a general grading company would be $10. And then you can go all the way up to uh, thousands and thousands and thousands if you add in the insurance. So what do I think about uh, CGC cases out there on the market? The only thing I can say for an experience based on what's out there right now is coins, because I've dealt in PCGS, the number one coin grader, which is under the PSA Collectible Universe Group. And I've also dealt in NGC coins. Those are the number one, two. I didn't touch the other grading companies. Same with games. I'm primarily dealing in WADA, occasional VGA, which seems to be do seems to be doing very well in the international market, especially Germany and Europe. Um, I don't know about Asia yet. They're uh, they're slow to come to the hobby. I don't know why. But um, back to the actual holders, I would say that. If you compare the PCGS, which is quote unquote the PSA coin grader, 
versus the NGC, which is quote unquote the CGC coin grader, I would say the first thing that sticks out is NGC decided to go with a white background, whereas PCGS is a clear, darker background. So they they decided to contrast their case versus what was out there. And I think that's what they're alluding at with more productive than it, excuse me, more protective than any other option on the market. I do not know how they're going to be more protective and super sleek at the same time, because I do believe WADA, based on an acrylic expert that broke into all the cases on the market, he said WADA was the only one he couldn't put back together. And switches do happen. I mentioned that in the last podcast. There are a few cases of people switching out like lower grade cards into a higher grade PSA 10 case in the sports card industry. And that has to do with the case as opposed to counterfeiting the item inside. The item inside is real. It's just a lesser grade in a higher real case. So it's not counterfeiting. It's not. It's just switching. It's switching the case. So I, I guess that's what protective could mean. In other words, no switching, no mold, no UV, I'm assuming. Um, I guess that's about it. So if... If you look at the coins and you think they did white versus black, I'm assuming their case is going to look very different than, let's say, WADA. So what else did they announce? Um, I think I'm going to go over th two more things today, the database mentioning and then the uh, hiring. For the database, this blows my mind because it says here they've already started building a database for video games. It says here the goal is extensive research, recording variants, testing materials used to produce video games. This is very interesting. I'm not a grader as far as um, CIB, you know, extensively, but I have, you know, I've ha have had 30 to 40,000 games come through my hands. I I've seen a lot of sealed modern DVD cases. Um, but this to me sounds like they're going much deeper. This to me sounds like the opposite of what the super sleek case implying, like let's say high volume switches. This to me sounds like they're going into CIB because if you're testing materials used to produce video games, quote unquote, that means you are actually looking at possibly opening a cartridge, possibly open, you know, opening the game itself, looking at the, the boards. And from what Dan Riga and a lot of people have said in Clubhouse is that that's really where you can prove what came first. And that's really what matters in recording variants. The other thing they mentioned, um, timelines, production materials, these type of things are going to shed light on what came first and if we are going to go down the Made in Japan rabbit hole for Japan to where we're, you know, we're busting open Famicom, disc, and whatever, or maybe not the disc itself the boxes and and you know materials does that include stuff like warranty cards or whatever or mail-in offers like the punch out that came out of japan or you know researching actual um components and i'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt because they hired a retro game shop owner and generally a retro game shop owner is going to have seen more loose stuff than anybody else in the hobby they're going to see much more volume of cartridges manuals 
boxes, you know, non-matching parts than anywhere in the hobby, and they will have more experience Frankensteining than anybody else. And if you're new to the hobby, Frankensteining is where you're getting a lot of parts and pieces, and you're trying to get the best possible complete in box to send into a grading company, which today, October 7th, 2021, is really only WADA at $170 and up, or this bottom tier grading company called VGG. Those are your only two choices today. Hopefully in 2022, when they're launching CGC, that is, hopefully they're going to be doing CIB. That's a game changer. So I'm going to assume that CGC is a very serious company. I'm going to assume that when they mention database, they're talking about CIB as well as a population report that breaks down every single variant. And I think that is something very significant compared to the last podcast episode when we discussed VGA's pop report speculating on stuff like, let's say, black boxes, where I think it's going to be something like sticker, hang tab, you know, dark black seal versus white seal. It, it almost feels like it's going to be four or five variants in the VGA pop report versus I'm hoping WADA is going to show 12 black boxes. I'm hoping CGC is going to show 12 black boxes. Plus, they're going to have to show card only, which means how many cards are there? Is there 10, 20? I heard there's 25 manuals for SMB2. If you're doing manual only, you're going to need another 25 um, pop report variant listings for something like SMB2 Doki Doki Panic manuals. You know, that's just insanity. But if you're reading this like I am, we're building a video game database, not a pop report database, not a grading database, a video game database. I mean, this sounds really serious to me, which I like. So research, variants, and materials. That spells CIB to me. And I'm really looking forward to this um, pop report by CGC, not because of the data in it again, but because of the variant listings, the breakdown, and of course, any new information such as manual only, 25 manuals here, 10, you know, 10 Zelda manuals there. By the way, Zelda has 10, 10, 10, 10 boxes, 10 manuals, 10 cards. That's 800, 888, you know, possible theoretical variations if you include IMPs. What's CGC going to call an IMP? Because there's going to be people sending in stuff and making mistakes. So if we're going to have another Frankensteining grading company come into this mix and they're top tier, this is going to be a game changer. And I know in the comic book industry, they do restoration, they do pressing, um, people write on the pages, they add pages, they staple things, There's they, they use tape, there's all kinds of, there's fading. Um, I don't know much about comics, but I do know that if there's an equivalent of Frankensteining, it's probably something taking place in the comic book industry. Not as severe as video games, but you can bet your bottom dollar that CGC probably has one of the most robust databases in collectibles in terms of quote-unquote books, which refers to magazines, um, comic books, stuff like that. So we have a couple minutes left. Um, let's move on to the third announcement. I do want to shout out Dan Allegra and Valerie, uh, 
Valerie over at Heritage for um, Valerie McLeckley. McLeckie. If you're not uh, familiar and you're new to the hobby, she heads up video games at Heritage and Dan heads up uh, Minus Worlds as well as uh, Clubhouse Moderation. Um, Dan basically said, you know, CGC has been pivotal to the comic book hobby for decades. And Valerie said, um, I couldn't be more excited that CGC is offering grading and authentication for video games, uh, especially with the video game knowledge and expertise that Matt McClellan brings to the table. So that sounds really great. Um, we welcome CGC to the mix. And with that said, I'd like to plug anybody out there that is interested in getting involved in the industry. We talk about the hobby, that's us collecting, investing, and trophy hunting. And then you've got the industry, that's these seven companies grading. We've got, you know, five to 12 auction houses, platforms, websites, social media companies, dealers, uh, shops. That would be considered the industry. And at the highest level of the industry, you've got the auction houses like Heritage, Golden, Comic Connect, Comic Link. And then you've got the grading companies top tier at VGA which has been hiring WADA, which is, is hiring and moving to Southern California. And then you've got CGC hiring as well. So let's look over the job positions available. If you're looking to get into uh, collectibles and you have some experience in other areas, such as accounting, facility, uh, marketing, production, you can get in. You don't have to be a comic expert or a video game expert. They have everything from accounting associates, accountants, of course, graders and coins and comics, facility support, stuff like warehouse management, material handlers. Um, you can be an executive assistant. You can do IT, project management, business analyst, data science, um, help desk. You could also do marketing. I mean, they need a social media coordinator, a creator. They need a a uh, registry set coordinator, that's something they just dropped. Um, registry sets, that's something they could also bring to the table in video games. Digital marketing, online marketing, they've got pen, uh, paper money grading, and then a lot of production um, positions, stuff like coordinator, operator, specialist, data entry, verification, um, photo editing, managing, analysts, operator, shipping clerks, specialists. So there's all kinds of skills you can bring to the table if you want to you know, move your career in a collectibles direction, move to sunny Florida down there where there's uh, no, no income taxes. And I heard the real estate market is, is vibrant. You can still get a house for a decent amount. You know, if I was 20 years younger, if I wasn't married, um, you know, I would take a look at WADA on the West coast, VGA on the East coast, um, heritage in Texas. Then you've got, uh, um, I don't know if they're still hiring, but CGA, which is AFA and uh, uh, VGA in Atlanta, Georgia, if you're down there. And then let's take a look at the one specific opening for video games at CGC. And this is more of a career. This is a serious position. It's called Video Game Grader. And this is really heavy hitting because I was reading this thinking, who could meet this job requirement besides someone like Josh Byerly? Shout out to you, Josh, for all the knowledge you drop in Clubhouse. We really appreciate you. We love um, your variant knowledge in Atari. Um, I love Atari. I know people love Atari. The more and more education we get in Atari, 
I'm 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 confident that Atari is going to rise as we move backwards in the timelines. So here's what you're going to need if you want to become a video game grader down there in Sarasota, Florida. And by the way, they provide full-time benefits, you know, health, dental, vision, 401k, time off, uh, travel, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. They're calling it a highly paid position. And here's the bullet points. Comprehensive knowledge in vintage and modern, all manufacturers. So, you know, that's across the board, Nintendo, Microsoft, Sony, and then all your third party. Um, extensive expertise in video game production and condition. Now, this is really freaking interesting because this goes along the lines of the database that they're putting together. They're not only grading. They're not just grading. Clearly, CGC is into authentication. And that's about the timeline and the production materials and when things were produced, how they were made, where they came from, where they were made. So not only are they looking for someone that knows how to grade cartridges, boxes, and manuals, quote unquote, but production. That to me means date codes and stuff like boards. So how many people know this stuff, you know? CGC is is taking it to the next level. I've got one minute left. The other thing is, you know, detect counterfeits and alters, variance, integrity can lead or train other team members and willingness to travel. So that's what CGC dropped a few days ago. I uh, I encourage you to take a look at the CGC website, read it over, get a feel for what's coming down the pipe. Because if you want to become a master, you got to try something new. CGC. It's going to be the new top-tier grading company. They're going to bring a pop report next year. They're going to bring a new case next year. They're going to bring a database. They're going to bring variant knowledge. And it sounds like they're going to do CIB. So try something new. Get through those failures if you can't put it together and become a master.